Welcome again to another edition of our Yankees podcast, Believe in the Bronx. Pete Caldera here in Manhattan. Mike Stanton, three-time Yankees world champion reliever in his Houston studios. Uh, Mike, the uh, Yankees just came off a, a road trip that can only be labeled as a, a disaster for the team. Uh, they did what they couldn't and shouldn't have done when they went on the road to play the uh, White Sox, the Marlins, and the Braves, which is uh, – come home under five, uh, 500 for the first time this late in the season since 1995 uh, as we do this podcast uh, before they play a, a series against the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees are 60 and 61, 14 games off the pace in the American League East. Uh, we said before that that ship has sailed for them and uh, six and a half games out of a wild card spot that seems like uh, double that at this point, Mike. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, they've been tinkering on this for quite a while, you know, three, four games over 500. You know, the real problem they had on that road trip is they ran into the best team in Major League Baseball, and that's the Atlanta Braves. And the Atlanta Braves just throttled them uh, for that series. And it's unfortunate. I mean, this team should be better than this, but it's just one of those things. Injuries have decimated them, like all, like it seems like every single year. And uh, still, just the lack of offense has been a has been an ongoing issue for you know over a year now. Yeah, uh, you know, you talk about the nightly struggle for runs right now. Uh, you know, we, we've got a quarter of the season left. The Yankees are tenth in the league in runs scored per game, fourteenth uh, in batting average, tenth in OPS. Wow. Uh, and uh, but the and and last in runners left on base because they just don't get enough on, on base. I mean, that's uh, I mean it's it's you saw in stark detail uh, the difference between a, a World Series contender in the Atlanta Braves and uh, and the Yankees. Uh, I, I mean, it, it couldn't have been they're they're leagues away uh, mm-hmm. at, at this point, and it's everything the Yankees hoped to be and wanted to be uh, that relentless lineup that that. Excellent starting pitching. And it wasn't that, you know, I mean, this this wasn't Maddox and, and Glavin out there in their primes, uh, you know, beating them too. And and still the Yankees, uh, you know, can't really muster anything. And, um, you know, you wonder uh, where they go from this point here. I mean, I, you know, everyone asks about the mood in the clubhouse. What's the mood? You know what? It's kind of numb right now. I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, these guys prepare, you know, they're professionals. They, they go out there to, to do a job that they're paid to do. Um, but after the games, it's, it's almost like they're, they're reading off distant teleprompters, but what else is there to say other than, you know, we're going to prepare, we're going to come tomorrow. We're going to you know live to fight another day. We're going to fight right. and all, all this stuff that you'd expect them to say. Uh, but there's an emptiness a, about that, uh, because I, I think deep down they, you, you see it, you know, the reality of it and it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. Now, I I was never with uh, a Yankees team that struggled like this. I was with teams that did struggle and had bad seasons. And I can tell you, if you were having fun in the clubhouse right now, then you're in the wrong sport. You're doing something else. You should be miserable because you are paid to win baseball games. And that's what these guys are supposed to do. You know, when you're a team that relies on the home run to score runs and you don't hit any home runs, well, there lies your problem. You know, Uh, just the hit tool has not been there. Uh, They've got a couple guys that are that are having, you know, it still boggles my mind to think how much D.J. LeMahieu 
has struggled. I mean, this is a guy that has always been able to get his base hits to square up the baseball, and it just really hasn't happened that that much. What is it? The injuries? Is it age? Whatever it is, it just hasn't happened for DJ and the uh, and the Yankees. But that's just a microcosm of the whole problem they have offensively. I think that you're talking about a team that um, that you know really should be better. They have drastically underachieved. What are you going to do? You're going to have to just you keep coming to the ballpark. You know, when you're struggling like this, baseball turns into a job. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you mentioned it. I mean, it, they depended so much on, on LeMahieu, on, on Stanton, uh, on Rizzo. Um, and we can talk about what, uh, uh, you know, what they should be doing now. I, I, you know, at this point, you don't know if Rizzo's coming back. You, you might as well consider, right. him, consider him shut down for the season. Why, why rush him back from, concussion symptoms now when 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 this season is uh is dying on the vine um the things that they could do possibly uh right now I, i'd like to see them start promoting uh i mean i, I don't see why Os, oswald peraza is not in this lineup you he's one of their better prospects they've they've talked him up uh they've they've kept him uh from being involved in in trades uh in the recent past why not promote him now Play him at third base. Get him some time at second base. Uh, have Lemayhu play first base, and uh, and, and see what you, you you've got with with Peraza because they've never really given him an, an extended look. Uh, yeah. They could call up Everson Pereira. They've mentioned uh, one of their better outfield prospects who you know could be and should be in the mix for a regular job uh, uh, this coming spring training. See what you've got. Uh, give him a little bit of a taste of. Of Major League Baseball right now, and a, a slight audition. Austin Wells, another guy, their uh, their top catching prospect, a, a, a real you know. You talk about the hit tool. This this guy is has got it. Another guy that they've mm-hmm. kept out of out of trade discussions because they they like his upside and his future. So why not uh, take a look at these guys right now? Well, I think it makes it a little bit tough since you are still in August, the middle of August. Um, yeah, you're on the outside looking in. You're below 500. You're 14 games out. Um, you're 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 you know well out of the wild card also. But you got to remember, this is the New York Yankees. That right. there is still there is still a commitment to win baseball games. And you know the the interesting thing is, you said at the beginning of the the the, the podcast here was that. This is the this is the first time since 1995 that they have been below 500 at this right. point in the season. You got to remember 1995 they end up making the playoffs. You know, they end up getting on a roll and uh now that was a a, a vastly different team uh but it, you know, it's happened and that's what you have to look at. So, you know, is there a glimmer of hope? Well, only if you want to see it, and sometimes you got to look pretty hard. So I think it's still a little bit early to punt. It's really hard to punt in August. You know, I think once you get to September, you get the couple extra roster spots, then maybe you can start, you know, you can start shuffling things around and taking a look at if things don't change. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough situation because this team came into the season with the utmost of expectations, possible world series contender and it's just falling apart in front of our eyes yeah um you know i wouldn't exactly say you know if even if you called up some of these guys uh you know like peraza that 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 you're you're punting here because you know you're just not getting any production out of out of third base out of out of left field uh you know these positions uh i mean why not why not try peraza there uh yeah on a a full-time basis why not start 
calling up some of these kids. I mean, with all due respect to Jake Bowers and, and Billy McKinney and Isaiah Kanafalefa, they weren't supposed to have this many at bats, you know, right. in, uh, going in, into August. They were supposed to be complementary players. They were supposed to be bench players, role players. Uh, maybe even in the case of uh, you know some of these guys, not even on on this roster. They're they're here because uh, of of injuries and other circumstances. Um, you know, in, you look back to 2016 when they did, you know, blow it up at the uh, at the trade deadline and, and trade Miller and Chapman. Uh, they actually started to play better when they brought up the kids. I mean, it was sure. led by by Gary Sanchez, but you know, at, at that time you had, you know, you had a young uh, up and coming Aaron Judge. You had Tyler yeah. Austin. You had Greg Bird. I mean, some of those guys didn't pan out, obviously, but uh, but there was some there was an energy to that team. Uh, that you didn't see earlier in the year. And a lot of that was because the kids were, were up and, and producing. Well, I mean, it's a valid point because one thing that kids coming up to the ma- to the major league base to major league baseball, what it does do, it does bring energy. There's no doubt about it. And for a team that has been, you know, kind of struggling uh, for quite a while now, uh, you know, it, maybe that is the boost that they need to kind of bring some, you know, young blood in there, get some energy going and win a few baseball games. But it's a valid point to say that, you know, there are positions like third base that they're not getting production. So maybe you can bring a young guy up. Uh, Maybe he does bring some energy and maybe he does bring some more production. But yeah, at some point, even the New York Yankees, who is, you know, the way this team is designed every single year is to be a contender. In this situation, sometimes you got to figure out who you have at the minor league level. And maybe this is, at least not now, maybe in a couple of weeks, it is time to start seeing who, if these guys are, you know, viable major league baseball right. players. Yeah. Uh, the other ch- changes they could possibly make uh, in the immediate right here uh, are, are some alterations to their rotation. Um, you know, it, it just hasn't worked out for Luis Severino for w- whatever reason uh, right now. Uh, it, it, in any other circumstance, he'd be out of this rotation, uh, except for the injury situation that they, that they have. Now, they're going to get um, Carlos Rodon back. Uh, he's on track to come back into the uh, rotation on August 22nd, the Nationals. So you'll have uh, you, you'll have one of your your, your guys back. But, uh, yeah. you know, Michael King um, – is an interesting case because he wants to be a starter. Uh, they are building him up uh, more and more now to, you know, he's had opportunities as an opener now. And, um, you know, there's an opportunity now to, to stretch him out even longer. I mean, not not to prob- probably uh, six or seven innings, but uh, to the point where um, you stretch him out and uh, you see what you have here and, and, and possibly he's in your – Rotation mix next year in spring training, mm-hmm. depending on um, whatever changes they, they make, whatever uh, young arms they want to see uh, come up, whatever injuries uh, will, will come down the pike. But I, I think uh, Michael King is making a very interesting case to uh, to step in and, and be in that rotation picture uh, sooner than later. Just curious what you think about that. No, it, it makes sense. I mean, you know, this is the time that you can try new things. And, you know, does Michael King get to make the call that he's a starting pitcher? No, he can make suggestions. It's still up to the organization to decide yeah. whether it's time. But, yeah, why not? You're stretching him out. Go ahead. Let him get his, you know, give him a couple more outings. Get his pitch count up a little bit more. Give him his three or four innings at the beginning of the game and just see what it looks like. You know, because yeah. there's sometimes you go out there and you go, okay, yeah, this, this, even though he's getting guys out, it just doesn't, 
you know, some of it is the vibe that you get in your gut. Maybe it doesn't, or he goes out there and, and, and even if he doesn't pitch well, you go, you know what though, we're seeing, I, I like what we're seeing. I like how he's working hitters. I like the idea that he's got the stuff to co- could possibly uh, go through a lineup two or three times. Um, and so it's not always about just the results, but you know, there's some other things, you know, you talked about Rizzo a little earlier and, and Anthony, maybe you look at him and you, I don't think you rush him back. Uh, but if he's ready to go, it would be, it would benefit next year for him to get some at bat. Same thing with, uh, with, with, uh, Carlos Rodon that, yep. yeah, you want to get him some innings this year, just simply because, you know, if he is completely healthy next year, does that mean he's got to be on some kind of limit uh, innings limit just simply because he didn't pitch that much this year? Sure. So, yeah, there's some things that you're going to be able to do that if you were in it, if you were in a pennant chase, that you wouldn't be able to do. And I think that's that's just looking at the situations and trying to make the lemons out of the lemonade right. or the lemonade out of the lemons. <laughs> yeah, they'll sell for anything right now. <laughs> um, you know, you. you um, you mentioned Judge too earlier. You know he's still playing on that on that compromised toe, um, right? And uh, you know he, he's going to be out there as long as they're mathematically sure uh, have, have a chance to make the playoffs as as he should. Um, and uh, Aaron Boone mentioned uh, earlier this week that uh, you know he hasn't been told uh, that that surgery is uh, is on the table. Although I, I would think it, it it still has to be an option at, at this point down the road. I mean not to you know, play amateur physician here, but, uh, right. you know, that, uh, you know, you've mentioned before, you know, the, the torn ligament there. Um, I mean, that, I don't think you could dismiss a surgical option at, at some point in the off season. And then, you know, maybe, I mean, if this thing gets, you know, worse for the Yankees, I mean, do you come to the point where you sit, you know, you say to Aaron judge, I mean, you want to, you know, take a break here because, uh, I, I don't know if he could be doing any more damage, uh, yeah. uh, to, to that toe than, than, than otherwise if he wasn't playing. But um, I mean, I guess it's, it's something to look out down the road, not, not for, for the coming weeks here, but right. know, as they get into well, if, if my, my view on this is you actually, left. yeah, you have to actually look at this backwards. Let's say he yeah. does, and, and we're speculating. So we're talking in generalities here. Let's say he does have to have surgery off season, especially when your rehab goes very, very quickly. And, you know, if you can save a couple of weeks on the front end by having the surgery a little bit earlier than on the back end, when you're trying to get ready for spring training, you're trying to get ready for the 2024 season, that can mean a lot. So I think that's something you have to, you have to consider whether surgery or not. I mean, there's something's got to be done. And he's got to, you know, he's going to have to at least be off of his feet or put a boot on or whatever it is to try and get that t- that toe to heal up completely. Off seasons go quickly. It's only a few months, and you know, especially if he does have surgery. I mean, you have surgery, you're not doing anything for a couple weeks after the surgery. Now you're a month or month and a half in. Now you're now you're trying to get the strength and mobility back a little bit, but it's just one of those things that you gotta you gotta really. Um, you know, look at the schedule, look at the calendar and kind of go backwards from spring training from the season into the off season. Right. Right. Uh, just to end on a uh, more of an upbeat note, uh, September 9th, old timers day at Yankee stadium. You'll be there to yes. celebrate the uh, 25th anniversary of the 1998 world champions. And uh, so will the captain Derek Jeter has agreed to uh, come to his first all uh, old timers day. Yeah, that's did, did, awesome. Did 
Well, who cares about him? Up? I'm going to be there. That's more I important. Well, that, <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a pitching reunion. In fact, I, I was talking to Andy Pettit. Uh, he was in uh, uh, Atlanta about uh-huh. uh, Jeter. I, I said, uh, you think he's going to go the DiMaggio route and, uh, you know, should show up in a suit? And uh, and uh, I, I think Andy uh, suggested that they, if, if that was even a possibility, that they would pressure him to get into a uniform. So, uh, Oh, sure. Well, sure. He's yeah. got to put on the number two. He's got to put on the pinstripes. And right. I would think he would want to. I mean, you know, he's he's done the business side of baseball and – you know, it it was it was hot and cold him doing that, but just to be able, I can't. What I'm looking forward to is just getting back in uniform. You know, yeah. I haven't been, uh, you know, I haven't been even slightly competitive on a baseball field since I retired. So, you know, this is going to be something that uh, that I really, really am looking forward to. And I, I would think that Derek is also. You know, what was what has Derek yeah. always been? First and foremost, he's been a baseball player. He wants to be on the field. Right. Exactly. What do you feel about the Now there's no game though this year. So you, you don't get a chance to, uh, I did not hear that. There's, yeah, oh, man. there's, there's no. no game. So, uh, I don't know if you've been, you've, uh, been, you've probably been throwing every day though. Just, oh, well I, I, I coach. So yeah, yes, I, I throw, yes. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is I throw probably 20 times more now than I did when I was playing now, not as hard, not as purposeful, but I still do a lot of throwing. But no, that's the first time I've heard that there's no game. They haven't, yeah. uh, they haven't informed me of that. Maybe we could have a pickup game in McCombs Dam Park. Uh, I like before it. The ceremonies. And I then, like uh, it. Yeah, come back out there. <laughs> uh, well, until then, we've uh, we, we've got a lot more Yankee baseball ahead, and uh, um, of course, more podcasts. So we thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. Thanks a lot, Mike. See Adios. You